Hey friend, Mike McCurry here. Thank you so very much for joining me once again for Bible Tracked Echoes. I greatly appreciate your listenership. We are in the book of Mark, chapter number eight. Find your place there if you would. While you do that, let me tell you about a gospel tract. This one I'm excited to tell you about. This is a, I guess, a brand new redesign. I don't think I've ever talked about this tract in its current form on our broadcast. It's called A Tribute to Mother. This wonderful gospel tract written by Dr. Paul Levine is an excellent gospel track that I'd encourage each and every one of you to take a look at on our website, BibleTracksInc.org, written by Paul Levine. It talks to and about mothers. In this gospel tract, uh, it would be excellent for Mother's Day, of course, and I realize that's a good ways away, but maybe, just maybe, you want to hang on to one of these. And my predecessor, Mark Smith, he gave me a brilliant idea for how to use these gospel tracts. What he does is he would carry some with him, and he'd just one, two, three, four, and not too many. He'd have many other gospel tracts on him, just like many of you carry, as well as I. But when he was in maybe a restaurant, if he saw a group of ladies come in, and whether they had children with them or not, if he maybe overheard their conversation, not eavesdropping, but just overheard them talk about a child or a grandchild, and he knew that at least a few of them were mothers, he'd, at towards the end of his meal, he'd get up, he'd walk over to him and say, ladies, I, I, I have a lot of respect for mothers. I'm not one myself, of course, but I've got a lot of respect for mothers. And he, depending on the situation, he'd launch into just a little bit of an opening and talk to them and just chat with them for a moment. But then he'd leave them with a little gift. This gospel tract, a tribute to mothers. How, how could you turn that down? This gospel tract may be a great one for your church to give to give to every mother, along with a little gift, a little trinket on Mother's Day. And maybe you want to actually plan ahead. Because I realize sometimes we get to be two weeks before Mother's Day and we think, oh no, I've got to do something. Should I get flowers? Should I get a bookmark? What should I do? Well, start with this and maybe this will be a good start for you. But maybe you want to carry some of these. For me personally, this is going to go in my tracked wallet. And we just got them in with a brand new redesign. We had the older style we've had for some years. And we just got these brand new ones in. So I'd encourage you, go to BibleTracksInc.org and get some today. In the book of Mark, chapter number eight, before we go any further, let me encourage you, if you'd like to stay up to date on our travels, uh, of course, my wife and I, Lord willing, will be heading to Kenya in December. I want you to pray about that. We have a large project we're planning on 2024, in 2024. And if the Lord gives us clarity, if the Lord gives peace about that, we'll be uh, moving forward. But we want to lay the groundwork. Uh, it's one of those deals where we want to be very wise, very cautious to do God's will, especially when we're talking about jumping into millions of gospel tracks. We found that doing a little bit of legwork up front, deciding, can we print the tracks in country? Do we need to print them here and ship them over? Uh, all of those questions we can save a whole lot of God's people's money by just going over and getting a kind of a lay of the land. And we'll be going over with our good friend Bob DeWitt in December. But if you'd like to get travel updates and see where we are, what we're doing, text the word travel to this phone number. I'll give it to you one or two times. The word travel, T-R-A-V-E-L, the word travel to this phone number. It's 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309 316 
zero. If you would, grab your Bibles, go to the book of Mark chapter number eight, Mark chapter number eight and verse number 10. And straightway, he entered into a ship with his disciples. This is right after the feeding of the 4,000 we spoke about yesterday and came into the parts of Dalmanutha. And the Pharisees came forth and began to question with him, seeking of him a sign from heaven, tempting him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit. It's almost an internal groan just from the bottom of his soul and saith, Why doth this generation seek after a sign? Verily I say unto you, there shall no sign be given unto this generation. And he left them, and entering into the ship again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread. Imagine that. Neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf. And he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, and of the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. And when Jesus knew it, he saith unto them, Why reason ye, because ye have no bread? Perceive ye not yet, neither understand? Have ye your heart yet hardened? Having eyes, see ye not? And having ears, hear ye not? And do ye not remember when I break the five loaves among the five thousand? How many baskets full of fragments took ye up? They say unto him, Twelve. And when the seven among four thousand, how many baskets full of fragments took ye up? And they said, Seven. And he said unto them, How is it that ye do not understand? This is a little bit of a continuation of yesterday's broadcast, but kind of a standalone thing. You realize he's imploring them and giving them just a little bit of a, a, a lesson. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And realize in, in Scripture, oftentimes, leaven is a picture of sin. And how just a little bit of sin, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump, the Bible tells us. And how just a little bit of leaven can cause the bread to rise. And how just a little bit of sin can can be an ill, can be a, a heartache, can be a, a, a stumbling block to the, the Christian's life. Life. And we could talk for days on that, but I want to pause for just a moment and notice that they got so wrapped up in their current need for bread that they missed a lesson given by God Almighty. You think about that. Jesus is trying to teach them a little lesson. And if, it, if Jesus is teaching, we should pay attention, right? And they're so hungry. They're so wrapped up in the fact that they forgot to bring bread after they just had baskets full. Think about this. They must have, the Bible says, and straightway he entered into a ship and came into parts of Dalmanutha. So right after this, they get out of the ship. The Pharisees came forth, began to question them. This appears to be all within one day. And he left them and entering into the ship again. So he, the, the, verse number 13 leaves the Pharisees behind. They get back in the ship to depart for the other side and they forgot to take bread. I wonder if I'm as forgetful as these disciples. You see, not only did they forget what Jesus had done for them, but they actually forgot the actual blessing that he had blessed them with. Seven baskets full left over. I, I, I see myself, I don't know about you, but I see myself in these disciples sometimes. I recall... It was the beginning, early 2018. I guess it was April or so. April, May. My wife found that she was with child, our second. She's now Lucy Louise, our little girl, four years old, soon to be five. But as Rebecca, my wife, the child grew within her, 
She started having some physical difficulties. There's a point to the story, I promise, talking about remembering. And for me, just an opportunity to rehearse the blessings. Because because the thought today, I mentioned this yesterday, the thought today is this, there's no need to doubt him now. And I won't uh, serenade you with the song, but that's a good song if you look it up sometime. No need to doubt him now. But I think about that. I think about how my wife's legs began to stop working. There were hot and cold sensations, tingling, uh, loss of sensation. She had difficulty swinging her legs out of bed in the morning. And it got to be where she, her legs could collapse on her at times. And we didn't know what it was. All the doctors, all the folks that when she went for checkups, oh, it's just related to the baby. And as soon as you have the child, it's all going to go away. And but it didn't go away. Immediately after delivery, it got worse. And there we are, three days after having our second child, Lucy, a three-day-old, in our arms, walking into the emergency room. My mother-in-law was in town. Thank God for mothers-in-law. All you folks that talk about about your mother-in-law, shame on you. I have a good mother-in-law. But in all seriousness, mother-in-law stayed at home with Emmy. She was only, what, a year and a half or so at the time. We walk into the emergency room. I walk, pushing my wife in a wheelchair. And the doctors do checkups and all those things, run tests. And God gave us the exact right doctor, sent my wife for an MRI, came to find that my wife had a six or seven inch tumor wrapped around her spine, right about chest level. We ended the year with a bang, 11.48 p.m. The doctor walked in on December 31st. My daughter Lucy was born on the 28th. 11.48, I remember precisely because I looked down at my phone, saw the time as the doctor walked in and he sat down, very grave expression on his face and delivered the news. You've got a tumor on your spine and we'd recommend it be operated on immediately. January 1st, God opened the door, and I remember the doctor's name. They called him Dr. O. His name was Anwu Zaluki. Dr. Anwu Zaluki, a phenomenal neurosurgeon. We, we didn't know it at the time. We found out later on one of the best, really, in the world, to our knowledge. And that neurosurgeon opened up my wife's back and removed a good portion of the tumor. And over the weeks and months, really, that followed year plus recovery, you, if you saw her in a church service today, you wouldn't know. My wife can now play volleyball again. Her legs work. She could have been paralyzed from the chest down, from the waist down for the remainder of her life. No guarantee that the nerve signals would have been able to come back. That's why she couldn't walk, because that tumor was strangling her spine. They thought it was just the baby. Well, I call it a miracle. You say, oh, it's modern medicine. Oh, oh, certainly, absolutely. But God can use a whole lot of different things to do miracles, can't he? And I'd say there's no need to doubt him now. I don't know what God has around the corner for us. I don't know what's on the horizon for the McCurry family. Whether it be good or ill in the world's eyes and man's eyes. But I'll tell you this. If I forget, if I forget, 
the goodness of God, if I don't carry those things with me, I'm not saying they needed to pack up all seven baskets and put them in the in the in the uh, the storage of the boat and carry them with them and, and load their pockets up. But sometimes I think we do need to load our pockets up with the goodness of the Lord, especially if we're walking to a dark and a, a difficult time. Load your pockets up with the blessings of what he's given you in the past and don't forget the miracles. There's no need to doubt him now. He'll make a way somehow. What does it say safely this far? Jesus has brought me. There's no need to doubt him now. I'd encourage you, friend. Remember the miracles. Don't doubt him. Tomorrow on the broadcast, we're going to continue on with verse number, I believe, 22, if I'm not mistaken. Please don't miss out. And if you'd like some travel updates, text the word TRAVEL to 309-316-7240. Have a great day for His glory. We'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.